But I didn't create you. Ew. That's a different. <laughs> That's the grossest thing you've ever said. <laughs> Protuberances abound, and welcome back to the Sleeping Situation Podcast. I'm Ivy. I'm Matt. And we're here at the table, and you don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, seldomly. Seldomly? Seldom? Not? I think seldom is the whole adverb. Okay. This is episode 50 of the Sleeping Situation Podcast. Woo-hoo! Yay! podcast anniversary. Half podcast semi-aversary. Confetti cannons are exploding as we speak. Uh, people are embracing like the war has ended. Happy 50th. Yay. 50 hours of our faces in your ears. Probably more like, I mean, a lot of them are an hour and 15, hour and 20. Well, if you want to sit down and add up exactly how long... I hate math. (laughs) I was going to say, I'll wait. I love guessing. I hate math. So, yeah, thanks for hanging out and thanks for listening. And uh, this is a, I guess, a a, a especially self-involved episode of the podcast, but we'll get to that when we get to that. Uh, Just wanted to remind everyone that you can always send us an email or a message or a comment... And let us know what you think we should do on the podcast. Uh, albums and movies to review. Games to play. Top five lists to top five. Movie recasts to recast. Hey ho. Hey ho. What do you know? Ivy, what's been going on this week? This week I hit up another baseball game in Cleveland with my family. We got some more tickets and... They were much better seats this time, and I felt guilty because Matt didn't get to come when they were nice seats. But it was like 90 degrees outside, but we were under an overhang and in the shade. So even though there was no moving air with which to breathe, uh, it was so much better than being out in the sun. There was also a giant speaker right above our heads, so every once in a while it was very, very loud. (laughs) But we got hot dogs, and we watched the game... And the biggest thing that happened is that I won something before we even entered the stadium. We were standing in line with our tickets to get in and go through the metal detectors and stuff, and I started playing a Stevie Wonder song, and I started singing and dancing, and an usher man came over to me and handed me a miniature foam finger because I had nice moves. <laughs> he was, I think he was just impressed that I knew the song. What, uh, what Stevie Wonder song yeah. was it? Baby, everything is alright. Don't know the name of the song. What's that song called? Parentheses, Everything's (laughs) Alright. That one. That's a great song. Yes, it is. He was pretty young in that one, wasn't he? Yes. He was like 19 or something? Like 15. Oh, even even more than I thought. Uh, According to what I've read on the internet, um, the record label was all concerned because their wunderkind, Stevie, was going through puberty. And they were like, what's going to happen when his voice changes? And then they did that song, and they were like, all right, we're all right. Like, <laughs> it's going to be fine. We're going to be fine. Uh, so that was a ton of fun. Other than that, my birthday's happening on Saturday. Me. So by the time y'all hear this, I'm 24. And you know what's funnier than 24? 25. Uh, and I'm getting a new phone, which means I will finally be able to, like, take pictures or play games on there without it going... Alert, you have no more gigabytes, like, every other day. I, when I got my new one, I did, like, the pay-by-month plan. It was just, mm-hmm. like, it tacked on an extra little money to your, um, to the whatever. Yeah, that's how, to your that's bill. how our plan does Yeah, it. essentially an extra $2 a month Yeah, to get four times more storage, yep. and I'm so glad that I did it. Yeah. Because I have all of the music I've ever heard on my phone, which yeah. apparently isn't a thing that people do anymore, which is strange to me. I just haven't been able to have music on my phone because it takes up too much space. Right. So yeah, I'm going from like 16 gigabytes to like 64 or something like that. So yeah, it's that's what mine is. Crazy. So nice. But the real bullshit <laughs> is that Apple won't take my phone as a trade until I pay to get the screen fixed because it has one crack in it. Thanks, Apple. Ugh. Apple's the devil, but I don't want another brand of phone because they're all worse. We'll see. Sometime soon, anywho. Okay. Also, yes? I was going to say two things. Yes. I've been mentally keeping note. 
of the last couple episodes. How soon you make a SpongeBob reference, how soon you make a Homestar reference, and how soon you say anywho. I've uh, done all three of those things already. I was going to say, for the latter, uh, six minutes, <laughs> when you said anywho, and you made a Homestar reference in a record zero, zero seconds. Zero seconds. <laughs> and I did SpongeBob. Did you? 24. Oh, yeah. Yep. That was about three minutes, maybe? Yeah. So, hey, I'm doing okay. Next thing on my list is that I have been an absolute winner at Instagram comments lately, and I will explain why, and it involves more Spongebob. Uh, First of all, the Spongebob Instagram page posted something, and it was a picture, and there must be a new episode, and there was a picture of Squidward pushing a baby-sized pearl in, like, a baby carriage, and it said, fill in the sentence, Squidward is a blank babysitter. And it said, like, use your autocomplete or something. But I said, no, because I have something funnier. And I commented, Squidward is a dolphin noise in asterisk huh. babysitter. And I got, like, 60 comments from people saying, you win. You're the funniest <laughs> comment. You, you're my, like, people said, I love you. <laughs> and I was like, I am the greatest person alive. <laughs> and then I follow the, like, Nickelodeon throwback mm-hmm. Instagram. I think it's called Nick Splat. And they do a lot of, like, on this day and whatever, or, like, I don't sketches from the creation of whatever. They're really cool. Um, and they posted something and said, Rugrats premiered on August 11th, 1991. How old were you? Mm-hmm. And I said, exactly negative three, <laughs> because my birthday is August 11th, 94. And then, like, ten other people commented, like, my birthday's August 11th, too, or my birthday's the 10th, or mine's the... And we were all like, 94, woohoo! So that one wasn't quite as as uh, successful, but it was also very fun. So we mentioned that our personal anniversary, Copiversary, is coming up. Uh, And I just wanted to mention that Matthew ordered me from a Kickstarter, so I won't get it until, like, next year, Uh, but they're making a Trogdor board game from the makers of Homestar Runner, and it's like a tabletop, like, card board game thing. And he ordered it for me, and I am so excited, and you know me so well. You, and you're getting so good at You mentioned it, like, a hundred times, and I was like, I have to get that or she's going to kill me. It's so funny. Even just the video they did for it. Mm-hmm. So I am very much looking forward to that forever from now. It'll be, it'll be a fun just, like, it's finally here. Right. Next thing on my list is that my good friend Eric is a comedy magician, uh, and he was on the Fool Us with Penn and Teller show this week, which is super cool. He was on TV, like real TV. I watched it back, and he was awesome. They knew how he did it, so he didn't win the prize. Hmm. But uh, it was him, and he sat down with Allison Hannigan and did a card trick in front of her. But they said he did a really good job, and I thought he did a really good job, and he was super funny. And it was just super cool because a person I know was on, like, network television. Neato, good job. Finally, as long as everything goes to plan, and it will, or I will literally fling myself off a cliff, uh, my book will be done this week. Draft one needs lots of work. It's absolutely horrible. But uh, in January, I sat down and I said, by my birthday, draft one will be done. So I have until Saturday, and it will happen if I don't have to sleep until then. (laughs) I thought of that the other day, that you had said that, and I didn't know how close you were or if you had forgotten. uh, Oh, no. (laughs) No, no, no. I can't forget these self-inflicted, imposed deadlines. I mean, how close are you? I am two scenes away. Oh, you can do it. Yep. Yay! Book! Yay! Book! 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 You gonna let me read it? Yeah, but not until it's... Currently, none of it's, like, in order. Oh. Or they're also all labeled with what happens in the chapter, so I need to, like, take that out before anybody (laughs) reads it, because it literally says, like, this chapter meets this person. I was like, oh, "Oh, well, I can't. (laughs) Like, because I... Because it's from three different points of view, so I just had to label everything. So that I know what scene is underneath. Oh, You're getting there. Oh my gosh, my brain. Almost done. Why did I do this? <laughs> What's been up with you this week? So this last Friday, I had one of the strangest days I've ever had in my whole life. <laughs> Literally the slowest and longest day at work that I've ever had. Um, the boss yelled at me for something that wasn't my fault. Which I guess is, I guess it was like kind of my fault, but not really. No, and it, it still, wasn't. It still made me mad. And then I got in my car to drive to a gig and went to plug my phone in and my phone charger 
like burnt up, like caught smoke. Fire. It, it did not. I wouldn't say it caught fire. I mean, close enough. If I had left it on, it probably would have. It was blowing smoke out of the uh, the little charger port there. Um, the cigarette lighter. Yeah, I wanted to say, call it yeah, a cigarette lighter. The but the high dad soup. Yeah, <laughs> that was a, that was a good reference. Mm-hmm. Um, You're welcome. I don't know if you understand that. That's like my second favorite Disney movie. It may not have always been, but it definitely is now. It's so good. So yeah, my I plugged my phone in, and then smoke was coming out of the cigarette lighter, and I went nope and threw it on the floor. <laughs> nope, Chuck Testa. Um, so I drove up to Cleveland to this gig, and I got there, and my guitar player was sitting on his car, and he's like, uh, the door's locked. And we waited around for over an hour for anyone to show up, and no one showed up, so we went home. Uh, Did you not have anyone to call, even? I mean, we called, like, the the person that booked the gig was the guy in the other band, and he oh. was standing there beside us. Yeah. Uh, and he said that he hadn't been able to get in contact with anyone. So we just figured they closed down and didn't tell anyone. Um, I think the lady that runs it was in the hospital or something. Oh. Yeah. That is unfortunate. Yeah, so we don't, we still don't really know what's going on. Yeah. But it was kind of a bummer to drive up there and then have nothing happen and then drive all the way home. Yeah, indeed. Not happy, Bob. At least I didn't go. Yeah. Look on the bright side. I didn't have to do it. I was in the bathtub the whole time. In other sadder news, we have caught the mouse at the store. I don't know if I mentioned it. We had a, a, a little gray field mouse in our store. Uh, he was very cute, very elusive, uh, but they caught him in the trap, and I am sad. Um, they started calling him Mighty Mouse because he would eat all of the peanut butter <laughs> off of the trap. But not get trapped. And not set the trap off. It was great. I was rooting for him the I whole time. I believe in him. So I do have some gigs coming up. We're playing at Buzzbin here. More more uh, directly, on August 18th, which is Saturday, we are playing at the Porch Rocker Festival in Akron. Uh, it's a big yearly festival. Bands playing on a bunch of people's porches. <laughs> and uh, we're playing at 4 o'clock uh, at 54 Belvedere Avenue in the Highland Square area. Some of our pals are playing. A lot of really great bands. All day. Literally all day. It'll be a lot of fun. Come out. Hang out. Isn't there a character in something named Mr. Belvedere? What's yes. that from? I don't know. Mm. You can mm. come hang out with me and my band. We're called- Mr. Belvedere? Low Siders is the band that is playing if you want to look up more about it. Or you can hang out with us, the podcast, because I would assume we're going to be bopping around. Uh, Mr. Belvedere is an American sitcom. He's a butler. There you go. Also, I've become obsessed with the thought of buying a GoPro camera to... Uh, record gigs with I do this thing where if something pops in my brain it's all I think about until I either forget or act upon whatever crazy impulse that I have it's called a hyperfixation. good vocab word so we'll see we'll see if I actually buy one or I just forget about it usually the second thing happens because because uh, a new thing will come up and you'll be like no now I need an ice cream maker right oh or, we did we should get an ice cream maker there was a bug in his <laughs> Like a tiny, tiny fly. It was going to get me, though. There's a piece of tape on my hand today, and I thought it was a bug. <laughs> I almost spit. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> One time, I was getting out of a car, and I was wearing a hat, and I reached up to, like, fix the hat, and my own hand scared me so bad that I jumped. <laughs> That's pretty sad. <laughs> that was the best day of my life. One time, I walked into the, to the kitchen, and I said, hey, and Ivy fell on the floor. Hey, let's uh, move on to the next thing. Yep. Okay. Why are you making me do it? No, I want you to do it. Now it's time for Things of the Week. Things of the Week. Things of no! the Week. No! <laughs> it's my birthday! No, it's not. Yes, it is. Do it. Bop. Yay! Also, I ordered you a bunch of birthday gifts, and I don't know if they're going to be here in time, and I am sad. I still haven't gotten, like, shipping confirmations from some of them. Like, what is going on? I to tell you. I will just get my presents spread out. Okay. Okay. Ivy, what are your things of the week? This week, my things of the week include uh, the show Queer Eye on Netflix. I watched the whole first season, and I'm obsessed, and I don't know why I waited so long. It is so good. Um, My next thing of the week is some videos by the channel Sorrow TV, and they are called r slash nice guys videos. So this guy 
goes through Reddit and finds posts that are like screenshots of quote-unquote nice guys who are texting girls and basically asking them for nudes or shaming them for not wanting to go out with them but saying, but I'm a nice guy and you only want bad guys who will be bad to you. But he does like dramatic readings of them and he does really funny accents on them, mm-hmm. um, sometimes just to make fun of their spelling and sometimes just to like, because it's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like nine of them and I've watched them all and they're hilarious. I still need to watch that. Uh, I keep he, forgetting. He does another one. He, I mean, he has lots of series like that. There's another one that he does, and it's called, like, Delusional Artists or something like that. And it's people who have, like, made bad art and are trying to sell it on Facebook or Craigslist or mm. wherever, and they're asking, like, insane amounts of money for not good art. Mm-hmm. But they're like, this is an original piece, and that's like, nobody knows who you are, and also that's ugly. But anywho, he's got tons of different stuff, um, and I would recommend it, so check him out. Uh, my next thing of the week is the book Second Chance Summer by Morgan Matson. I read it at the beach, and I really, really enjoyed it. If you like young adult fiction, you should pick it up. She has, like, four or five other books, and I'm definitely going to read them all now, because I really, really enjoyed that one. And my final thing of the week is desserts, because all I've wanted all week is just, like, every dessert ever. <laughs> I have such a sweet tooth right now, and I have to, like, control myself. <laughs> Things of the week. How about you? Uh, my things of the week are, I'm still on a, a Jocko kick. I listened to, uh, uh, Shadows and Light by Joni Mitchell on the way to the gig the other night. Again, I'm not ashamed. It's so good. Although, like, one of my favorite songs isn't on the album version, because there's songs that are on, like, the, the movie version that aren't on the album, mm-hmm. and vice versa. And that's strange and upsetting to me. I might, I might just have to, like, YouTube converter them into audio files just to have them. Worth it. Yep. Um, also, the WTF podcast uh, this week, uh, Mark interviews Jay Leno. It's very good and very interesting. I got in a, let me tell you, a rabbit hole one night reading about the whole Jay Leno Tonight Show thing. It's crazy. It's pretty crazy. Crazy town. Yep. Also, Homestar Runner, because we watched a bunch last night. It's so funny. Um, also, The Never Office. Yep. Um, we're, we're working our way through season six in The Office. Ooh. Yeah. Um, also, the Instagram page, BandMeme666. Uh, he took a bit of time off, but he's back now. <gasps> he's back now? Yeah, I'm so, I'm so happy. Next, uh, Original Fuzz Straps. Um, they're like custom handmade guitar straps, and the guitar player in my band bought me one. Thanks, Nate. Um, I said we need to get a because we're playing or we use exclusively original fuzz straps. We should get a like a, a low siders uh, signature strap, or at least be like brand reps. Or yeah, something. yeah. I mean, I'm sure sponsorship. If we if we took a picture at the gig tomorrow and like tag them in it, they'll probably repost you at least. Yeah, yeah. Also, Ivy sent me a video and I watched it, and it's Thomas the Tank Engine <laughs> trains doing stunts with like this hip hop beat underneath them. It's so funny. It's not even just a hip-hop beat. There's, like, a guy rapping. Right. Like, gangster rap. And it's also, like, the theme song. Yeah. It's so funny. But they're, like, the little wooden trains on the little tracks. But they're doing, like, tricks. Yeah. Also, me and Ivy went to a new pizza place this week, and it's called Pavona's <laughs> Pizza Joint uh, in Akron. Uh, real hip little pizza place. Yeah. And they had real good pizza. Yeah. And we haven't been able to find, like, a hip little pizza joint that we like a lot since we moved up here. And now we finally have one. And now we finally have one. It's and not very far from us, and I don't know how we ever didn't know about it, except I, for it's like you can't see it from the main road. Yeah, it's sort of tucked back a little bit. and Behind a different pizza place. Yeah. Like a chain. And we've driven past it literally a hundred times. We got a, uh, what was that, a margarita, a margarita pizza? margarita pizza. It was good. Things like of the week. Pop. Now it's time for the super secret bonus segment that Matt didn't know about until right now. Oh no, I'm scared. So we asked for your suggestions for what to do for our special 50th episode. Oh gosh. And I'm throwing in this mini segment that was suggested by our friend of the situation, Holly, and she said I should quiz Matt on vines. So I have five vines here, and I'm going to say the first part and you have to fill in the end. Okay. We'll see how many you can get out of five. All right. I tried to do it uh, easiest to hardest. Okay. But they're all well-known ones. I would hope you had seen them all before. Here we go. Ready? Okay. Number one, road work ahead. I sure hope it does. Ivy does that to me anytime we drive anywhere ever. I'll give it to you, but he actually says, yeah, I sure hope it does. Okay. <laughs> Number two, hey, Tierra, you want some? This bitch empty, yeet. <laughs> yeah. 
What is this bitch <laughs> empty? Yeet. Yeet. Uh, to be clear to everyone, that is my favorite vine. Yeet. Number three. Ah! Stop! I could have dropped my... Croissant. Yay! You're doing so good. I'm saying them in the way that they say them. Right. Which is probably making it slightly easier, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, number four. Look, a shooting star. Mm, I don't know if I know that one. I know I know it, but I don't remember it. Final answer? Yeah. Boy, I am a comet, not a star. Oh. Well, sorry. It's all right. It happens all the time. And number five. Toss me my keys. Nah, I don't know that one either. I said my keys. I thought you said printer. Nah, I, she throws the printer at him and it smashes on the ground. Oh, I don't think I've ever seen that one. Oh, it's funny. I think my favorite vine is... Uh, Look at all those dickens. <laughs> Look at all those dickens is so funny. <laughs> and it's it's funny because... Like, is that the one you were going to say? No. Oh. That one might be my favorite, I think though. I know what one you're going to say. Which though. one? The one where it's Harry Potter and then Thomas the Train is behind <laughs> Did I clip the mic? Yeah. Ow. I hit myself in the face. I saw one that was uh that was SpongeBob mm-hmm. and he's stepping on the beach. And it's do 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 Yeah. That one's good too. Uh that's what we'll call Vine Time. <laughs> Thanks, Holly. I hope that was fun. You did a good job. Three out of five. Yeah. I'm not as good at the internet as Ivy is. I'm a meme queen. I want a crown and a sash. <laughs> Uh, well, I thought we were going to do the review section next. No, and now, now we're you're, you're just throwing in mystery segments. There are no more mysteries. Okay. Um, Except for, no. Uh, I said that this was about to be a self-involved episode, uh, but that's fine. It's our 50th episode. We can be a little self-involved. It's supposed to be celebrating us. Yay, us. Yay. I guess this was a user, user submitted. Listen. <laughs> Why do you say that every time? I don't know. <laughs> Listener submitted suggestion. Here's the thing is they're all about us, but these were all submitted. Oh, yeah. So it was suggested to us, the podcast, uh, that we review the Lake Philadelphia album, Jackson. Uh, and if you didn't know, I was in the band Lake Philadelphia and played on the album Jackson. So it was a little strange. This was weird to review. It was weird. Yeah. I like how you had to listen to it again. I did have to listen to it again. I mean, I haven't listened to it in a while. Still remembered most of it. But, uh, so this is, Lake Philadelphia was my band when I was in college. We put out this album in 2014, which feels like I almost threw up in my mouth saying that. So I played bass, and uh, Chris, uh, actually, who sent us the suggestion, Chris, friend of the situation, drummer Chris, uh, played drums on this album, and A.J. Graber, who is now the uh, co-front man of Discount Nostalgia, was the guitar player slash singer, songwriter, vocalist. And that was my college band. It was my first real rock and roll band. Where can they find the album? Baby's first rock and roll band. Um, it is still available via our Bandcamp page, I believe for free. But uh, Chris said we should review it, and we both thought that would be really funny. Yes. Um, so we're going to review it. And I'll, I'll bore you with all sorts of fun trivia facts that you never wanted to know about an album that you've probably never listened to. That time you fell down the stairs? No, Chris fell down the oh, stairs. somebody fell down the stairs. Tell us that one first. Chris was walking, so it we recorded it in, in an A-frame cabin out in the woods, and the stairs were, like, calling them stairs is generous. It was more like a ladder <laughs> with stair steps on it, and he was coming down, like, front ways, and just slipped off the edge and went boom <laughs> down the stairs. And I was, like, sitting on a couch, and the stairs were, like, here, but facing the other way. So I just saw him, like, go... From underneath behind. Yeah, from underneath. And then he came all the way down and then laid on the floor and then squirmed around on the floor. (laughs) And it was the funniest thing. I felt... It was like we felt bad. And we're like, are you hurt? But also, this is really funny. Yes. So, Matt, you can start. What were your overall impressions? Um, So, again, I haven't listened to this in a while, and I tried to listen to it with a critical ear and not through rose-tinted glasses and listening like we normally listen to albums and such. And I said, it sounds very okay, and I think that for a first real recording release, uh, it's, it's pretty solid. Done in the amount of time that we did it in, it turned out okay. It's technically the second album. Uh, me and AJ recorded an album entirely on our iPhones and mixed it in GarageBand. 
Uh, I that, mean, that counts. That's also still available on Bandcamp. It's more of an album than I've ever made. Uh, it sounds very fine, very... You were just having fun. We kind of wanted to do it, like, serious, but we're going to do it on our iPhones. I mean, that's cool. You did what you could. Yeah. There's some there's some cool moments on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your opening statements? I was just going to start by saying that, sorry, Lowsiders, but this is the coolest thing you've ever done. Controversial statement. I just think this album's really cool. That being said, you haven't necessarily recorded one. We're working on it. <laughs> what? How long has how, it been? How dare how you? How long has it been? Nate, uh, Nate uh, took some of the tracks over to the Akron oh. Recording Company. Oh. And they're doing some mixing. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's coming along. Neat. I gotta, I gotta, Ooh. I gotta suck up whatever. I, I gotta figure out how to deal with myself and do some singing on it. Is mostly what we're waiting on. Yeah, the only other thing I was going to say was I also listened to this long ago. It's been a minute. I have a physical copy of it because mm. I'm cool. What uh, what cover did you get? I think it is just the three faces. Is it? If I'm not mistaken. Oh, my point is that I think it's a lot more memorable than the first one, and I think it's well put together. It's definitely shorter, and it makes yeah. its point without being... The first one's too long. I don't... I, I truly don't remember that much about it. Okay. Um, I think I only listened to it a couple times. Yeah. I would rather listen to this one. So, Matt, what likes do you have pertaining to this album? I think the the strongest point of this album is the songwriting, both musically and lyrically. I mean, AJ is like one of my favorite singers and songwriters, and I think his lyrics are all very clever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's very well written. I mean, for the most part, pretty great jangly guitar pop songs. They're mm-hmm. a lot of fun. And they're fun to listen to and also to play. I did write down that there was a few things, like, few bass parts that I forgot about that were, like, kind of tasty. And I was like, oh, I forgot I played that there. Tasty, huh? Yeah, there. I mean, there was some bass, like, fill things that I remembered exactly how I played them. But, yeah, there was a, a few times I was like, oh, that was nice. I, uh, I actually texted AJ while I was listening to it and told him that I was listening to it and that we're doing this. And I said that uh, the... Gertrude M. Epler Complex is actually a sleeper song because I never liked that one as much. It was really fun to play because it's like fast and punky. Mm-hmm. Um, but I said that might actually be the best Lake Philly song and we never realized it. You think so? I don't know. But I, I liked it now more than I remember liking it then. Ivy, what are your likes? My favorite songs are Serves Me Right and So Well Read. I like those slow jams for some reason. They're like, they're a little more chill, whereas Honest Car Salesman and They Hope So are more faster jams. Mm-hmm. Those are probably all my favorite songs, like, all together. Mm. But I like that it has both of those things. There are faster ones and slower ones, but they're all, they're literally all still jams. I love AJ's voice. I'll never get over it. <laughs> um... I think it has a good variety in that it's, like, lots of different moods. It's all very moody, but it's also a couple different moods. So mm-hmm. I like that. You're going to have to help me because I don't know how to describe it, but I like the way the guitars sound. Jangly. Is jangly the word? Yeah. Like, it's, it's like the Smiths. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's good. jangly. What did I say that one time about his voice? I can't remember. I said he sounded like Morrissey and something. Buddy Holly. Was that what I said? Yeah. I couldn't remember. I knew I had a really good comment that one time. <laughs> Uh, my biggest point is that the first time that I listened to this, if we're not counting that time you screamed, oh, blood dee, oh, blood da, in the car, it was the first time I ever heard you sing in my entire life. That's probably fair. I think so, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's in the They Hope So song, right? You have that verse. Yeah, I sing... The, that, like, bridge kind of. Yeah, I sing um, harmonies on So Well Read as well. Yes. Those are the only two, right? The first time I was listening to it, I had to, like... Stop and like, (laughs) what? Because I can tell it's you. It sounds enough like your talking voice that I could tell it was you, but it was like super weird. But also, that's like my favorite thing you sing. What the bridge in, uh, Mm -hmm. more on that later. Uh, (laughs) okay. Also, I I should point out that the songs you listed as being the ones that you liked are, are acceptable candidates. However, Old Friend was voted the uh, objectively best Lake Philly song. You think so? By us, yeah. I I didn't dislike it. It doesn't stick out in my mind as well as the other ones. Like, when I listened to it again, those are the ones, first of all, that I remembered the most. Yeah. Not always until they were playing, and I was like, oh, I know this one because right. I like this part, or because I like how this goes, mm-hmm. or I remember some of the words. I should say, like, I think it's really strong lyrically, too, yeah. songwritingly, too. I totally agree. I know enough to know I don't know enough. That's They Hope So. 
Yeah, I just mean that's my favorite lyric. Oh, yeah. I thought that was, like, brilliant. There's a reason that they're all AJ songs. Why? When we were going through and picking, I went, all of your songs are better than mine. Let's just do your songs. Were none of those yours? No. I thought a couple were. Nope. Some of them sound like you. Maybe it's just you playing your part or something. Which ones? Two dollar envelope sounds like you. I thought old friend sounded like you. Old friend sounds like me it's, because uh, um, in oh, stride okay. sounds like you. Okay, you remember that one time I was playing something and I played a chord and you're like, oh, it's the Lake Philly chord. Yeah, it's that chord. Is that why? Yeah, that's why. Oh, I'm not smart enough for in stride. It hurts <laughs> my brain. There's a lot of quiet and I don't know what to do. <laughs> it scared me. <laughs> So, at this point, let us move on, and Matt, take a look at your past self. Do you have any grievances of which to air? I have so many grievances of which to air. Uh, there's two, my two biggest grievances. I wish we had more than 36 hours to record the thing. Yeah. Um, it, we did it all in one weekend. Most things were done A take. Like, we got A take, and we are like, good, next. <laughs> Um, I mean, a lot of my base stuff was first take. Well, that's not really your fault. It's not like you chose, you know, you couldn't really help that. Right. But it was, it was done so quickly. We had to move in and start recording immediately. Yeah. And just so we had time to do everything. Like the fact that we did it that way, a lot of stuff is really sloppy. There's, I mean, a lot of my base stuff is just not, it's out of time. I couldn't tell. A lot of, there's some plunky guitar notes in there. Um, and like, as I, okay, as I was listening to this, I had a flashback moment and I remember the exact words that I used to describe what my voice sounded like on this. And I said, it sounds like I'm singing through a cheese grater. I said that to Chris and he said, no, it's fine. And so we left it in and it's, I, it's like my two least favorite singing moments in my entire life. See, I like them a lot because it sounds like you're just going for it. Because you don't have any other choice. That sounds That's why so I like it. bad. I hate it so much. I hate my voice in general. Oh, shush. But I wasn't singing as much then. Yeah. And those just, this, it's just not good. I sound like I'm singing through a cheese grater. What's that supposed to mean? It, sound, it means I sound really bad. You don't. My voice was like really raspy. I like it. And I, I don't like it. I do. Should have just had AJ, AJ sing those parts. No, it wouldn't be the same. Yes, it would be. No. I think the bass tone in general sounds like crap. I don't think I knew what I was doing. The P, the stuff I did on the P bass, which you're not going to know. Um, the stuff I, I remember exactly which bass I was playing on which songs. Stuff I did on the P bass sounds great. Stuff I did on the jazz bass sounds really clunky, and just there's no oomph to it at all ever. It's just kind of frustrating. Mm. I think In Stride holds up better live. I could see that. It's. It was always a lot of fun to play, and the fact that it has the sort of loudy, soft kind of dynamics, and it gets a little jazzy there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was a much better <clears throat> live song versus album cut, and I think it loses a little momentum in that song. I also said, I again, I texted AJ and I said it. We needed a second guitar player, <laughs> and the funny thing was, every time we would bring that up, we'd go, "Yeah, but who?" And I'm like, obviously, the answer is Tom Catteray. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Tom was too much of a mythic figure at that point. Still a wizard? Yeah. I mean, he's still kind of a wizard. Like, we didn't... It's like you didn't talk to Tom, because he was Tom. Like... <laughs> Otherwise, I think the the drums sound a little too boomy. I'm not a super fan of the mix. Sorry, Chris. I think the songs are there, for sure. And that's just the actual doing of them... And the end product, I'm not so happy. I like the songs, but not the doing. Yeah, like the way that we played them and the way that I played my bass parts in particular. I mean, those 30 seconds of singing I have are not good. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Uh, It was still very much like a DIY kind of effort. So I just, I guess, I think about it almost as like a live album in the sense, you know what I mean? If you only did them all once, it's almost like, you know, almost kind of like you were doing it live. You know, that was your, your shot, and you, sh- you, sh- you shoot your shot, and you do your shit. <laughs> <laughs> what? And then, <laughs> there's the album. So, I think I... It, it's lo-fi music, Matt, and it's supposed to be like that. It is a piece of art in itself, and that is the complexity with which went into it. 
That's how I analyze books. I'm going to do it to albums from now on. Yeah, but... The it, context matters. Yeah, but if you're looking at Warhol and you don't have your glasses on... What? I don't know. Ivy. That was a nice metaphor, but I'm not exactly sure what you mean. It's just like... That just sounded like a poem. <laughs> that was a haiku, I think. Um, do you have any grievances of which to air? Just a few. It was hard to pick them out. I don't know, because I, I like it a lot. And I don't have the same kind of... Because it wasn't me. I'm not critical in the same way you would be. I think that you have one favorite strum pattern on the album. And so it makes some of the songs sound really similar. I do or AJ does? I don't know. The thing. The whole thing. The whole thing. Probably the guitar. I don't know. Okay. Um, it just seems... or I, Maybe it's the chord progressions. I don't know. There's something that gives a lot of them a very similar approach to them, and sometimes it's not until I hear the words that I realize which one it is. Okay. Not to say I don't like them, but that happens. If I had to pick least favorite songs, it's the last two. What? The, by then, I'm just a little lost. They are harder to follow for me. Second Guess does the same thing as Surf Me Right did, but not as good. So I like Surf Me Right better. In, in what way? It, they sound the same, but Surf Me Right is better. And... I thought the Gertrude song was cool, but I don't know that it fits with the rest of them. It definitely does not, um, but it's really fun to play. That was always our closer song. It's very dissonant and kind of hurts my brain. It is very dissonant. Yeah. I think, if I remember correctly, AJ played a chord incorrectly, and he was like, ew, <laughs> that, that sounds gross, and so yeah, he wrote a song. Yeah, it's, it. I like the song, but it's, it's weird in the, the track list. Yeah... Yeah, that was always our closest song because we couldn't play anything after that. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. Okay. Um, closing thoughts. And ratings? Yes. I rated it an 8.5 out of 10. Okay. Um, I think it's super fun. I think it's super hip. I think it sounds like if Vampire Weekend was a little more punk and a little less Harvard. And <laughs> um, I don't know. It It's fun... Maybe I did it on purpose, but, like, I think it's fun to just pull it out and listen to every once in a while because it's a fun, like, take me back to that time when I first heard this kind of thing. Mm. I don't know. I just really like it. How about you? I said it's fine. Um, I think it's, like, for a, a first recording, I think it's okay. We just needed more time. Me and AJ had no... We didn't do any of the mixing on it. And I think if we would have all sat down together, it would have mm -hmm. sounded a lot different. Um, Maybe. Because I was sort of playing, like, lead bass on a lot of stuff, and it wasn't really mixed that way. And I think, yeah, if we had more time, we could have thrown an extra guitar part in there mm -hmm. or a lead thing here or there. And I think just not having the time constraint would have helped a lot. Even trying to listen to it objectively and being critical of it the the rose-tinted glasses do a lot for me, mm -hmm. and it's very easy to punch holes in things in it, I think. And maybe it's just... Maybe it, I, I stop looking at it like, oh, that was this time in my life and that was those people, and I immediately flip over to the other side of, why did we do it this way? We could have done it better. But we should have done this. We should have, like, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's, I mean, it's really hard for me to completely remove myself from it. Well, yeah. I think maybe if we would have waited 20 years and then done it, I could, I could appreciate it when a little more. When we're still doing the podcast in 20 years? Yeah. When we're rich and famous and this is all we do. Yeah. Um, but uh, I gave it, I said a, a six and a half. Oh, you, you shush. You hush. It's better than that. Okay, we'll do the uh, the Low Siders album when it comes out. Yeah, I'll, we will. I'll give it less than that, probably. What's, which one has the banging guitar solo? I don't know. You know the one. Which one? I don't know. Yeah, I that think one, so. That's Honest Car Salesman. Yeah. No, that's not the one I'm thinking of. What? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, There's some good solos in there. I was going to say, what other Lake Philly facts can I fill you in on? I really like the bass part I played in Honest Car Salesman. I still kind of remember how to play it. Uh, so Well Read was the first ever Lake Philly song. <gasps> it's good. Yeah, I like that one. The Gertrude M. Epler Complex is a building at BGSU. Oh. Yeah. I figured it was some kind of, like, psychology term. Nope. You know, like... I think, that's the, I think that's the joke. Yeah. I drew the album cover. That's my doodles. 
if you look at it and you're like, hey, that looks a lot like the Sleeping Situation cover. That's because it is. It is. Also, in my iTunes, I have the genre listed as jazz punk. I was going to ask you what you'd call it. Uh, escalator jazz. Es- <laughs> I think we called it escalator rock. Budget rock was the, uh, that was the generally accepted uh, genre term. Jangle time. Jazz punk. Review. Hey, uh, thanks to AJ and Chris for recording that album with me, and thanks to Chris for uh, having us do that. That was fun. Suggestuation. I I enjoyed listening to it again. That was a fun idea. Yeah. I'm sorry I gave it such a poor rating, but it's how I feel. Maybe it's just because I hate myself and everything I'm attached to, but you tell me. What? You're attached to me. Well, I don't hate you. But I didn't create you. Ew. That's a different. <laughs> That's... That's the grossest thing you've ever said. <laughs> I have to go right now immediately. <laughs> okay, uh, that brings us to our final segment, and as per tradition, it is game time. Who uh, who uh, sent the uh, suggestion? Um, in a way, Lauren sent this in. She suggested that uh, we do a top five this week. And her idea was to rank the top five sleeping situation episodes. And I said, meta, very good idea. However, to be able to do that goodly, we would have had to listen to 50 hours of, <laughs> <laughs> of uh, recordings. And ain't nobody got time for that, as some would say. Uh, so, however, we liked the idea. And what we went with was this. Um, in all but two episodes... Uh, there is a funny bit from later in the episode put at the beginning before the theme song. The intro bit, whatever you want to call it. And we think those are funny. And so we decided to rank the top five out-of-context opening bits on the Sleeping Situation podcast. I referred to them as SS Pod Cold Opens. I like that very much. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we went through and we listened to all the little opening bits. Uh, We hope that you like those. I much enjoy picking those out and putting them at the beginning. I think it's a fun way to start. And it gives you a little sneaky peek for something terribly out of context that is going to smack you in the face later. So that's always fun. And we did the top five. So, at least for me, when I was thinking about these, I judged them on two criteria, which were, one, how funny is it out of context? Mm -hmm. Because I think it's best if it's, a very random, like, why in the world would they even be saying that mm-hmm. moment? Uh, I, I went on the funny route because we usually try to pick something very funny. Yeah. And two, how classic us it is. <laughs> what, how about you? Um, I was mostly thinking about just how funny it is mm-hmm. in general. Um, most of the ones that I ranked highest end with me laughing hysterically. Yes. And they made me laugh again when I listened to them. And also, Hearing yeah. us laugh at it makes it funny right. again. And yeah. also how funny it is as a standalone statement, um, okay. regardless of context. Yes. I, I thought about it more like, how funny is it in terms of, like, what could they possibly mean? Or, like, you, you did it as standalone. I did it as, like, without any background information. How weird is it? And yeah. funny is it? I mean, I think it. we're talking about the two sides of the same coin. Yes. I think. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you're just looking at it from a different angle than I'm looking at it. But we're both sort of like out of context. How good is it, basically? Okay. Okay. Let's do this. You can go first. So we're going to give you the episode name and number, and we're going to either say or describe the bit, depending on how long it is. Yep. Yep. All right. So my number five is from episode 15. Episode 15 is Shaggy's brother, Patchy. And the bit is, is David Bowie the Krampus? I I myself do not remember the context. I don't either. Uh, I, I think oh, it's yes because I do. it's so short and it's so funny and it's the weirdest sentence I've probably ever said. I I do remember the context. That was our Christmas episode. Well, I'm sure it was a Christmas. And one. we were listing the top five worst Christmas songs. I and must we, have been. we were talking about um, the Little Drummer Boy. Yeah. With uh, Bing Crosby. And you must have said he's, like, ruining Christmas or yeah. something, and I asked if he was the Krampus. Yes. I, th- I think that's the context. That must be it. That must be it. Yeah. Um, and it's also just, like, the kind of typical question I would ask for no reason. That just comes from my brain and absolutely nowhere else. 
My number four is from episode 47. Very recent. Wow. Very, yeah. very recent. Uh-huh. That one's called Riddle Me That, Batman. Uh, the bit is, Chevy Chase is missing? Send out a SWAT team. He's old. Save him. Out of context, you might think that's a piece of news. <laughs> and that's why I think it's funny. There was no indication that that was, that was coming from a misunderstanding. You mm-hmm. misreading something. Yeah. I just thought that was very funny. Out of context, mostly. And it's an example of me taking the bit too far. As I keep calling these bits, I had a couple in my, like, as I was narrowing down, but I felt like they were actually too much of self-contained bits, that they had too much context because they were kind of just a joke in themselves. Okay. Which is why I didn't put them in the list, because I thought the more, the more like, left-field ones were better. Okay. Uh, my number three pick is from episode six, way other end of the spectrum. Wow. Uh, episode six is Tall Gangly. And, uh, you said, what comic character are you? And I said, the Spider-Man, but the one that's in all the memes. And then you laugh really loud. <laughs> you, like, cackle. That, it just fits both the bills. It, it's funny, because it's, why are we talking about that? And it's the kind of answer, the, the kind of clever, smart-ass answer I would give to something like that. <laughs> and I like the way that you, like, crack up. Mm-hmm. It's, it's funnier because we leave, like, you cracking up in. Right. My number two choice is from episode 30. Episode 30. There's some that you're like, I think I had that one as a funny one. Episode 30 is That's Unpossible. <laughs> that was a good episode, <laughs> if I recall, of me doing the bit too many times. But the, the intro is you saying, there's exactly two characters in that movie, and one of them is a volleyball. And me laughing really, really hard. Yeah. Uh, one, because it's funny how much I cackle. But mostly because um, I like that this one has almost its own plot. Because it's you You say there's exactly two characters in that movie. So it's like, okay, we're talking about a movie. There's two characters. You're narrowing it down. And then you say one of them's a volleyball. And then you know what movie it is. Right. So like the, the realization of that out of context. And then you understanding what the joke is about. Or like mm-hmm. what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I think that's hilarious, if I do say so myself. Um, I have some honorable mentions to share. Okay. Uh, and I will tell you them now. I'm Pert Happily, and these are my <laughs> honorable. Uh, and I will tell them to you. Episode 43, I said, most of them are younger than me, but they're still old enough. And you laugh at me because it's the creepiest thing I've ever said. <laughs> Number 41 uh, was really hard to not put in the top five, but it was when I was losing my mind about uh, Mr. Wacky, the inflatable man, mm-hmm. in the news report, and you say this is the happiest I've seen you in a month, and I say my depression is cured. <laughs> that one was very funny, but I felt like that was not quite left field enough. Okay. Um, episode 10, uh, I liked that one because it literally has three separate bits in it. We're talking about uh, why don't we get presents on Halloween, and then you go like this. And I go, Matt hit me. <laughs> and then we play rock, paper, scissors four times in a row because we keep throwing the same thing until you finally win. It's like a minute yeah. before the It's a really long plays. one. <laughs> and I really like it. Episode five I thought was very funny, uh, especially because it's very classic us. Uh, it's you trying to say this program has been edited for time and formatted to fit your screen, but you get it wrong. And then I say buttery flavored crust. <laughs> No, and we're both cracking up. Yeah, in in that context, I had said that wrong about like six five times, times already. Yeah. Like already. Oh, it's because I remember you yeah, have many times you had to try. Mm-hmm. And episode twenty nine, you say I fell out of a hammock once, and I say that's the sportiest thing you've ever done. <laughs> yes. Which means that the best intro bit of all time is episode thirty nine. Wait, do I have that one? I don't think I, I didn't break that one down. Epis- okay. You don't even have episode 39. Okay. It's the title. I'll do it if you do it. And it's very simple and very short. I start to sing, goodbye, and you join in, Ruby Tuesday. <laughs> and it's the most, <laughs> there's no reason for us to be doing it. I think I was doing it when we were in between things, like half taking a break before the next segment. Mm. I sang it for no reason. I don't even... What did we talk about in that is episode? That, is that when we did um, It could have Rolling been when Stones? we did Rolling Stones songs. I don't know. 
Here, let me assess my notebook. Um, let me... You disrupted my flow. You threw off my groove. I'm sorry. It was. Top five Rolling Stones Well, that's songs. why, then. Yep. Basically, I like it because there is there is no context to be given besides the fact that we're doing that in the episode, but, like, as the intro bit. If you mm-hmm. didn't know that yet, why in the world would we be doing that? There's no reason. <laughs> And second of all, it's because I just start doing it, and you sing along, and we do the same weird voice <laughs> without having to discuss it or plan it in any way. Right. Matthew, what is your list? How Could we possibly have any in common? There were so many to pick from. Um, we do have a couple in common. Um, We've both heard them all just now, like, right. a zillion times, so we both, we're going to remember them at least, because right. we listened to them all back. But. Um. Some of your some of your list ones I had in my honorable mentions, and some of your honorable mentions I had in my honorable mentions. Interesting. So here we go. Top five sleeping situation cold opens. Number- I think that's the best thing to call them. <laughs> you win. Yay. Um, number five, episode one, semi-smallish apartment. That's also a good one. Uh, is when I talk really close into the microphone uh, about drinking Kool-Aid in my Randy Savage voice. I like the combination of what random things there is, and I like how I yell from the other room, that's going to be the intro, mm. or something like that. That was one of the ones that I felt like was enough of its own bit, that like it almost didn't need context, because we were just doing a bit. Right. However, I think it's hilarious and very funny. And it was such a weird thing that you did. Yeah. I don't <laughs> and know And we were why. still trying to, like, we didn't even know what we were doing. No. <laughs> um, and we're pros now. Just, practically. Just to be clear. Right. Number number four and three were actually bloopers that I tagged onto the front because I thought they were funny. Um, I don't know if we left them in the episode or not. I, th- I, I always leave them in the episode when I edit, but I, right. don't, yeah, I don't know if you do. I think sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. I like I like them being an Easter egg to come up again later. Right. I right. mean, that's I like doing that too, but if the funniest thing is us screwing up something, I want to put it... <laughs> So, number four is from episode 21, Everything a Girl Could Want. Uh, Ivy says, all the righty, friends. And for our final situation... <laughs> that one was very funny, and, and then, it was in my preliminary yeah. list. And then I, we decided that was going to be a game show on the podcast. Because I said it so darn wrong. Yeah. And then it's basically Ivy says final situation and then laughs for 30 seconds. <laughs> it's great. I'm like, why did I say it like that? Is great. Or I say, like, I didn't mean to say that or something. Number three uh, is also an outtake. Um, It is from episode 22. Uh, It's in my preliminary list. Yeah. Um, Mr. Candy Rides Again. Mm -hmm. Um, I start saying something, and then I accidentally say, you should, we should, and then (laughs) Ivy makes fun of me a lot, and then she goes... You should, we should, you should, we should, you should, we, we should. We should, we should, we should. Yeah. The best part about that one is that I'm om- I'm still saying it when the theme song starts to play. Which, they like, they, they tap, they, now I can't talk. They, they like hit right up against each other and I think that makes it funnier. That the theme song comes in before I'm even done making fun of you. You're welcome. That's good editing. <laughs> I am good at the edits. That was very on purpose. I really liked those, but I decided for that reason that they were bloopers and not on-purpose conversations that I decided not to put them in the list. Okay. Just, just for that reason. I didn't think about that. I took them at face value. That's that they fine. were That's podcast interests. Because we didn't, okay. I mean... Number two uh, is from episode 15, and it is... Is David Bowie the Krampus? <laughs> <laughs> We just did it backwards because I laughed at you saying <laughs> it's <laughs> that was very, so funny. It is the it's, weirdest thing. It's a very funny uh, sentence, and it's a very funny image uh, to think about. Um, I like that it's just so short. Yep. It's just one thought, and it's so short. And you're just like, huh? And then you have to wait to find out. Right. Um, and now it's time for my honorable mentions. Um, episode 6, uh, where Ivy said that she's the Spider-Man from the... Uh, the memes. Yay. Um, episode 11, uh, Ivy says, It's like the world's best polka record is still a polka record, <laughs> and you don't want to listen to it. Uh, I liked that one. Uh, episode 23, where Ivy says, I felt a little weird putting it first, because we don't want to hit them with the language. 
uh, but it was a great one. Um, Ivy says, what kind of fucking band parents are these? <laughs> yeah, I actually went away from the language ones. Yeah. But that one is funny because that's the funniest story you've ever told me. Literally ever. I like I've told that to almost zero people except, except for everyone except for whoever listens to the podcast. <laughs> but, uh, um, number twenty nine. I fell out of a hammock once. Uh, I did put. Um, there's exactly two characters in that movie, and one is a volleyball. When I was going back through these, that was one of the ones that made me laugh the hardest because I didn't remember it. <laughs> like as I was as I was making this list, I was like, ha. <laughs> um, and number thirty seven. Uh, I'm on the Maddie Haley train. Chugga chugga. 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 <laughs> because you laughed really, really hard I at did. that. Which brings me to the number one best what are you gonna sleeping say? situation cold open. Uh, it is from episode 43. It's called Dollar Tree Backstreet Boys. And Ivy says, most of them are younger than me, but they're all old enough. <laughs> you like it when I'm creepy, huh? <laughs> By far the creepiest thing you've ever said in your whole life. What were we talking about? Five seconds of summer? I think so. It must have been when we... Yeah, was when we reviewed them. And I laughed so hard. I'm so creepy, but it's literally <laughs> legal and fine. <laughs> Not helping. Absolutely. I'm, I'm allowed. <laughs> I didn't make it any And better. all the feelings are from afar. That makes it worse. <laughs> I'm a weirdo and I do not care. <laughs> it's all fine. You know, the dog in the house is on fire. <laughs> it, this is fine. Okay. That's it. That's the list. Top five sleeping situation intros. So to decide the winner of top five, you should all know what to do by now. But in case you're new, head over on to our Twitter on Friday and we'll have a poll set up for you. And you can vote on whose list you liked better. But you should also tweet us which one is your favorite. Yay. Which cold open. Maybe this one will be really good. What if this one is the best one? Oh, no. We failed. We failed to account for. Oh, no. What does not do one this time? No. As a fail safe. Okay. No, we have to. <laughs> It, it makes me sad that there are two that don't have them. For some reason, episode three doesn't have one. Yeah. We must not have had anything funny. I don't even know. I don't remember. I have no idea why. Maybe, because those were, we did those all in one batch. Yep. And maybe, like, we didn't have the theme song done then. Or I didn't keep a, a blooper out for some reason. Yeah, we just missed it somehow. Yeah. Probably just forgot. But honestly. that one and the vacation one are the only two, yeah. yeah. So, hey, thanks for listening. It's been a hoot to be here for 50 episodes, and we'll see you on episode 100. No, we'll, we'll see you next week on oh. 51. That's how it works. That's how numbers work, Ivy. No, no. They double every time. We've only actually done, you know, like five episodes. <laughs> I can't do that math right now. We're going to bookend this because I said I couldn't do math at the beginning and I still can't by the end of the hour. Sorry, everyone. Good. So we'll see you next time. Bands playing on a bunch of peach people. Bands. I'm peaches. I'm peaches. I'm itchy. Super funny music and band related and related oh. memes. Pavona's pizza joint. Pavona. Now it's time for the super secret. Super secret. 
and it was my first real rockin' band. Real b- Matt, what likes what? Ooh, I don't like how I said that. <laughs> Matthew, like the first time I was listening to. Whoo, take a pat. Take. Huh? What are you doing? Nothing. What are you doing over there? And thanks for Chris to whoa. And I, uh, um, um, we don't have to share the same criteria. My phones fell off. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Dollar Street Backstreet Boys. Jolly. <laughs> That orchard is angry.